This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Icon Podcast. Uh, super excited to have Jim Griffin with us here today. We're going to have a good talk. I can already feel it. Awesome. Thanks for having me today. Looking forward to it. Me too. Um, so Jim, I know you gave me a little bit of background, but for those listening, um, tell them who you are, where you're from. How did you get into real estate? So my name's Jim Griffin, of course, but uh, I'm from my mom. It's always one of my dad jokes that I try to say that I get picked on about. Um, but I'm from Johnson City, Tennessee, which is pretty much the northeast tip of Tennessee. Our real estate team covers northeast Tennessee and southwest Virginia. I've uh, been in real estate since 2007, but first several years, did a lot of you know, bank inspections and stuff. Didn't really do anything with real estate, but just rode my sport bike and played a lot of Xbox. Uh, and then in 2011, had my first kid and decided that I had to you know, man up a little bit. And you know, from there, kind of went on. Um, I'm proud to be a college dropout. Uh, my college degree has nothing to do with real estate whatsoever. Tell them what it was. <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was a piano performance major and used to compete nationally and internationally in classical music uh, and then traveled across the southeast United States for about 17 years, you know, leading worship and, uh, you know, playing live places, you know, playing live music in places, one thing or another. So uh, do you still play? I still do. Yep. Still do. I've been I've been cursed with the gift of being able to play by ear a decent amount. So not only can I read music but i can play by ear too so it sometimes there's some fun interesting late evenings around the house yeah absolutely i can only imagine um so jim college dropout how did you get on the path of real estate you know to be completely honest it I always had the desire to own a business mm-hmm. my entire life and you know i was raised by uh my mother and my grandmother single parent household I had two badass women that raised me and it helped to form me in who I am today. And, you know, coming from that and coming from a place that we didn't really have a whole lot of anything, I knew that there had to be a smarter way than to go to work and to slave away all day long building a retail company's empire or some kind of other empire. Right. So I was always hungry, learning, wanting to learn more information. Uh, And I'd say it probably started when I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad probably when it initially started that's that stirring started to get the you know a little bit more hunger and wanting to understand more and when i was 18 i was gifted a piece of investment property uh just a single family rental and i'm like okay well this makes sense i'm making a couple hundred bucks a month now how can i do this on a grander scale and wanted to understand more about sales and about passive income so fast forward quite a few years, moved to Chattanooga and was down there for a while in the wireless industry and worked for T-Mobile, had a lot of, learned a lot there. And then I worked Verizon Wireless and management, learned a whole lot there and then decided, you know, if I'm work 75, 80 hours a week for somebody else, the most precious thing in life we have is time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm going to spend my time doing something, it's going to be building something for me or the people in my world or spending time with the people that I love. 
that mean the most to me. So I left retail America and went into real estate in July of 2007. Okay. All right. So we've been in the game for a while and obviously your first brokerage wasn't eXp. So how did you cut the cord um, from the brokerage when you came over to eXp? How'd you find out about eXp? Why'd you make the move? So I was, I was originally introduced to eXp several years before I joined. And, you know, one of the things that's always been important to me is, you know, I want to make sure that I understand enough. I'm ready to make a jump. But where I was before, I was a coach for their coaching firm. You know, I had a lot of great relationships with people locally and nationally. Um, had a lot of great relationships with you know, several of their executives, one thing and another. And I didn't want to feel like leaving that would impact those relationships. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately the time came where the best way to put it is that God shut the door. The door was closed and I had no other option. But between my initial introduction and when we exited our previous brokerage, uh, I ran into my sponsor at a mastermind event, or my, my business partner is really what he is. And he was telling me about how EXP had completely grown his business, how he now has multiple exit strategies and passive income streams and one thing or another. And it kind of piqued my interest. So that relationship was nurtured over about seven, eight months. And it just so happened that well, at the end of that was when the door got shut and it was time to move on. Mm -hmm. So we made the jump and made the jump and it was, you know, it was a little bit of a different transition for us to say the least. Yeah. I understand that. Um, a hundred percent, Jim. And now that you're over here at eXp, you know, it was an adjustment. It's a little bit of a virtual world, um, more collaboration, different model of rev share stock options. So what is something that you've really enjoyed about eXp that now you, um, or I guess that you didn't expect in the beginning and now you use on a daily basis? That, that's a great question. <clears throat> um, I'll tell you the thing that stuck out to me the most, even though I had relationship with several of the you know, top agents in the company and, you know, and we, we weren't hurting, we were ranked up there pretty well. We're in the top 300 agents, you know, internationally, but the word culture gets thrown around in a lot of different places. This is our culture. Look at our wall. We have our culture rules on our wall and what we believe is the culture of our organization. And, that, and that's great. But if you don't live it, then there's something lacking. I'm not saying that the people that were around me locally or that I knew didn't live it, but it wasn't the same. So I came, when I came to EXP, I was expecting a lot of the same, you know, in order to get into some of the masterminds or in order to talk to Glenn Sanford or Glenn Hobbs or you know, any, any of these people you know, that are out there, I was like, I'm gonna have to really just try to try to get in front of these people and I might have to buy a ticket to go sit in a room with them. Mm -hmm. And I went to an event in Cabo two years ago after I've been at EXP for about a, a year and a half and I'm sitting around the hot tub and next thing I look up and I'm like, oh, there's several of the executives of the company wanting to know about me, wanting to know about my kids. And I, and I joke with the people that I meet with here locally and I talk to about making the move. I'm like, it's not culture. We have community. We really do. Something that I thought that I had before, but I really didn't. And that's one of the things that, you know, we've brought back into our, into our team to make sure that we maintain that community. And, you know, and I, and I, I joke a lot. I'd like, I say it a hundred times, like it's not culture, it's community. I'm uh, I'm writing that down right now for for a social media post for your episode, Jim. I think that is an awesome quote, and um, not culture, it's community. And before we dive into um, more about like cultural commitments with EXP and production and all things Icon Award, I want to know about 
you, right? So you're a family guy, uh, you have high production, you've got a team, there's a lot going on in your life. So how do you drop the boundary between work and play and, um, you know, focus on a work-life balance? So I'm I'm a firm believer in work hard, play hard, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially in doing what we do. When we're dealing with people during marriage, divorce, life, death, job transfer, major life events, they're dealing with a lot of stress. And sometimes we are the recipients of that stress from them. Sometimes we have to be the deflectors. And then you throw in money and additional emotions and families in the mix. It, it makes it where it is. It can be very stressful at times. Um, and then another layer of growing a team or growing a business. Then it comes even becomes even more complex. So what I've had to do is I've really had to draw that line to say, okay, well, when, when our kids are with us, So between Leanne and I, we we have three kids. We have her eight-year-old daughter, who is Juliet, and then we have London and Lachlan, who is, London will be 11, and Lachlan is nine now. They're only going to be little once. You know, and the most important thing is life is time. That was my whole thing of getting into real estate, not thinking that I'm going to get busier, right? But got busier. So when I've got my kids with me and, you know, and we're hanging out with them, we make sure that we schedule time for the kids. And we have a lot of you know, just natural flow of spending time with the kids. But when I'm with them, I'm with them. I'm engaged. If I'm in a little league game, my phone, my phone's on do not disturb. And, and, I, and I've had to take a stance with clients and with people on my team to say, you know, if you need me and it's an emergency, that emergency will still be there. I have to be present for my children for this hour. And the majority of people respect that. Now I'm, you know, I'm readily available during business hours. And if they call, leave a message after hours and it's like, say, seven o'clock at my son's little league game where I'm in a school program, then, you know, it's that takes precedence. And then when that's over, I'll follow up. And the kids have learned to, to be that because they appreciate me being present. And, you know, Absolutely. when we go on vacation, we take a couple hours each day in the morning, and the afternoon, just to be able to plug in, check in on things and do what we have to do because it ha- you have to have that balance. And I don't really be think present. Yep. There's not an even balance. You know, the, the scales aren't going to be like, woo, right here. It's perfectly even. It's going to be, okay, it's heavy work or it's heavy family, heavy work or heavy family. And if we do what we do every single day without having reward to enjoy that with the people that are our why for the who's in our life, then why are we doing this? I'll go work at Walmart instead and, and know that I'm off at two o'clock in the afternoon. I can go sit on my front porch and watch the clouds go by. I think they do give like $15, $16 an hour over there now. So. Yeah. I won't go down that rabbit hole. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Jim, you know, you, you have this, you know, balance obviously changes from day to day in each chapter in life. Um, But you have this high production. You are an icon agent. Um, You're in the Tennessee market. So what does that average housing price look for you? Like for my last podcast of the day. So my tongue's given out on me. But what's your what's your average uh, housing price look like over there? About how many homes do you have to sell to be able to cap in your year? So in uh, Johnson City or the Tri Cities area, um, you know our average price point ranges between two and a quarter, two thirty five, and it's actually come up significantly. Our you know our team's production is about two sixty five, two seventy, so we're outpacing the market. But when somebody's you know doing two hundred $25,000 sales. Mm-hmm. I was just getting this, this huge complex where like this person over here is just slaying it and they're selling five homes because they have an average price point of 20 million. And I'm like, are you serious? 
we're sitting here slaving away so that $150,000 homes trying to make ends meet. Yeah. For, for somebody to become an icon, uh, you know, with eXp in our market, it's going to take between 31 and 34 transactions. I mean, it's pretty simple. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll get to um, what it takes to become an icon here in a couple questions, too. So uh, don't let that train of thought leave you too quick. But, uh, you know, more than just production, being an icon agent takes a lot of effort on your end. You've got to, you know, feed back into the community that you've got here. You've got a cultural commitment to EXP that you have to fulfill. So coaching slash teaching, mentoring, vetting other icons. What route do you take to fulfill that cultural commitment and why? So for myself personally, you know, it's not just about fulfilling the commitment. It's about what's going to be fulfilling to me mm -hmm. and fulfilling to others. Um, <clears throat> I have, a, have a, a, a passion for paying it forward and teaching others, investing in the in others, whether it is through mentorship or if it's through you know, teaching and saying, hey, look, I've been through these growth pains and these are all the mistakes that I've made. And I was the pioneer in our market. You can come and you can do it faster. You can do better than me and outpace me. And that's awesome. I'll celebrate your wins all day long. So for me, the the you know the cultural commitment that I had to make uh, was basically was to teach, to try to share some of the knowledge that I've learned, some of the you know, the the things that I learned from the school of hard knocks with other agents, so they can excel. Absolutely. No, that's incredible. And, um, you know, it feeds back into the next generation of real estate agents and how well the company does stock prices. Hello. So why not give back? And uh, speaking of stock options and, you know, big glass, shiny trophies, opportunity to go to EXP, gone shareholders. Those are just some of the benefits that being an icon agent has. So what's your favorite benefit about it? And why do you set icon on your list of goals every year? Because it's more than just selling homes. There's, there's a lot to do to fulfill that well i mean so the icon stock award um which honestly the reasons why we joined dxp didn't have anything to do with the icon award or the stock award or the rev share it was where where do i you know at that point it's kind of where do i know people will this model be something that's going to work for me and allow me to be in an environment that's going to help me to grow mm -hmm. and help the people in my world to grow but the thing that i probably appreciated about the most is um you know the icon stock award on the surface level. So when I hit my, you know, when I received the icon award, I'm basically zero based and to be zero based and to gain ownership in a company. Why, why not? Right. And, then, you know, and, and the agent equity program where we can buy stock and they give us a discount on that stock too, by just taking 5% of my revenue, you know, my gross commission and keep on socking it away into retirement fund. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm just entered 41 earlier this year. So I've got to hope we got a couple more years, but the last 10 years that I was at my previous brokerage, you know what I got for that? Nothing. And here, not only do I get rewarded for my production and I get ownership, I, I can grow with the company. You know, I can also just take that money like a 401k at corporate America and sock it away and wake up one day like, oh my gosh, look how much money is here. I have ownership in the company, you know, and it, it's, it's something to celebrate because mm -hmm. nobody else does that. Right. No other uh, industry that I even know of, let alone brokerage oh. does that, Jim. And um, so to speak of, you know, iconing and, you know, coaching, giving back to people of EXP, say a couple of maybe rookies or somebody that's new to EXP and has been a real estate agent for a while. They just joined. They're like, hey, Jim, like, let's have this talk. I've got some big goals this year. How do I icon in my first year? Is that possible for them? Uh, what are some goals to set out on it for 
daily act, daily monthly activities or some like big mistakes to avoid that could absolutely kill that for them. It is most definitely 100% possible. The only thing that the thing that you have to master is you have to master this. You have to master your mindset. You know, a lot of people are going to be naysayers. Oh, you can't do that in your first year. You can't do this. Oh, this way doesn't work. And, you know, just ignore them. Ignore the naysayers. Eliminate the noise. Keep mm -hmm. whatever your commitment and your goal is in front of you at all times, whether it's on your cell phone, on your desktop wallpaper, on your computer. If it's printed off by a label maker on your bathroom mirror, keep whatever the thing is that's driving you to, to accomplish that in front of you because then it has top of mind awareness. Now, at the same time, what we do is simple and not easy where we tend to overcomplicate things is we go and we chase all these shiny objects. Oh, I need to have this CRM. Oh, I need to have this. Oh, I need to launch. I need to go out here and get Zillow ads and realtor.com ads. And I need to do pay-per-click and retargeting and geo, you know, geo fencing. No, no. The best thing to do is to go through this. We all have one. We're attached to it. Pick up the phone and call the people that you already know. Nurture oh, call them? Yeah, I know. It's the hardest thing to do. It's not going to dial itself. You know, I, we hate have to, I hate calling people. To, go ahead. You know, don't don't hide behind you know, emails and one thing and another, and or somebody on a on a you know, on a can drip response. They don't want that, especially starting out. People want genuine and authentic people. And the easiest place to get the success is the fastest. Right here, people that already know you. Mm -hmm. Let me run out of those people to be exhausted all those researches, you know, all, all those reaches and connections that you have. Then pick one of the two things that you're gonna do and you're gonna do it well. Whether it's, you know, I'm going to post some content onto my Facebook page to drive your know, awareness of myself and work that that database as well. And I'm going to do that every single day and I'm going to do it consistently because if you don't do it and whatever you do, if you don't do it consistently, it's going to fail. You know, if you're going to direct mail well, direct mail and do it consistently, but start with the actions and the activities. The biggest Absolutely. mistake that I made in my business is I did not. I was great at creating new business, but I failed miserably and maintaining relationships after the close mm -hmm. funny enough i used to joke and we use this as a running joke at the office and sometimes people don't believe us but it is 100 true i would tell my listing clients that i was the one night stand agent isn't that Why? Say? i'd say you know what you're it's like you're gonna love me you're gonna think that i'm the best thing since sliced bread and that i've made the sun come up this morning i'm gonna sell your house put more money in your pocket help you navigate these waters everything's gonna be great you're gonna get the end like wow this is amazing we're best friends and i'm gonna say i'm not gonna remember your name after we leave this table because i struggle with names i just always have i'm not gonna call you on your birthday or your anniversary i'm not gonna send you a little nice little newsletter either that's just not one of my strengths so I just owned it and set those expectations up front. And, you know, but remember, people want people what? That are genuine and authentic. Mm -hmm. And yeah, because I, I, got it and I embraced it, I mean, it's a horrible thing to say. Just be the honest. transparency is, is there, though. That matters to people. Yep. That's so. awesome, Jim. Uh, and great advice to those looking to join EXP and hit icon in their first year. And Jim, were you ever skeptical of EXP, you know, kind of too good to be true, waiting for the other shoe to drop kind of way? You know, I wasn't really skeptical. Of course, I mean, I had from the time I was initially introduced until I made the move and several of my friends had made the move as well. I equated it to being the same thing of where I was, mm -hmm. the place that I was before. Like I didn't I didn't appreciate rev share because I had profit share. And I was like, you know, I had 35 people in my profit share system. They're all producing my biggest check. It was like 200 bucks. And I'm like, well, that whoop the 
whoopty do. That's, you know, half a tank of gas, you know, today. Right. And then, no, yeah, you're right. When, when I, I didn't make any importance about that and didn't see it, that it was my responsibility to share EXP with people and to share the story with people to where it could possibly change their life. I didn't really understand, you know, like I said, you know, I, I knew of these different things that are benefits, but so I wasn't like, oh, it's skeptical. It was like, ah, it's probably the same thing that I have, probably just a different color. You know, at the end of the day, I'm going to be zero based and I can bring my, my team with me in an environment that we're all going to be able to grow and give opportunities for them. Mm -hmm. That was really it. But now I'm here, man, I should, I should have not only jumped a long time ago and made that switch, I should have been more aware and also explained to everybody all the benefits and things that EXP has. Yeah. No, second to none. And, you know, on this topic, explaining all the benefits that EXP has, say that somebody right now is listening and, uh, you know, they're, they're on the edge themselves. They're like, Hey, should I make that move to EXP? How do I break up with my broker? Are they a cult? Are they a pyramid scheme? Is this too good to be true for somebody watching right now? What would you have to say to kind of nip them in the butt to get over here? You know, <clears throat> I was teaching my kids about compounding interest and investments. Like I said, I'm a little bit of a nerd. And also, you know, explaining why do you need to save consistently? And I said, well, let's talk about when you make fear-based decisions and what kind of losses that you could expect. Mm -hmm. so I use the example that, well, in the four years that I didn't make the move to EXP, I can easily figure out what my gross commission was. So therefore, I find out what my stock purchase amount would have been. And I can average cost that by the average price per year. It was six and a half million dollars. That if I would have joined four years earlier and made the move just to what I would have bought that with the growth that I had, I would have made six and a half million dollars. My life would be completely different now today. I'd have a nice house at the beach. You know, there's no talent. But instead of overthinking, overanalyzing, find some, you know, find someone that you know you align with. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, your environment has to support where you're at. If your environment doesn't support it, it doesn't matter how good the coffee and the donuts are at you know at the cafe area. That doesn't matter. Is this is the environment that you're in going to allow you to propel growth? And is it, is it do their core values match up with you? For not only you can grow, but your family can grow. You can make a difference in their lives. And then, and if you have people that are with you, that you make a difference in their lives. And just just do it. Don't hesitate because I'm a little hurt. Just over, do it. Yeah, I'm a little hurt over six six and a half million dollars in stock. Right. Right. And think about how much money you're leaving on the table with your current brokerage and all that money you can be earning back here. And, you know, there's there's a lot. If you're a numbers person, list it out. If you are an emotional person, list out the pros and cons because it just makes sense. Yep. Well, if you, if you do, if you're above an average agent, you know, the average agent sells a few homes a year. But if you're producing consistently right around that 30 mark, depending on the market that you're in, because some markets it might be 25. But like an hour here, if you're producing 30 plus units, there's no reason for you to be somewhere else. Right. It makes no sense. It doesn't. You know, did it take a little bit to get used to being virtual? Yeah, it did. However, uh, you know, the only thing that I, I mean, COVID did something good. It interrupted our behavioral pattern. Right. You know, it made us, made us work differently and live differently and broke that routine that we're in. So if, if everybody else is able to do it, why can't you? Why can't you make that jump? Right. Don't, Don't be scared of the technology. Yeah. Well, and, and well, just embrace it and just go. It's it's overcomplicating it. 
It's like before technology, when you were buying you know, a cell phone or you know, you're buying a, a product from somebody, they either A, come to your house or you met them at McDonald's and you sat at the table and you had the conversation. They didn't need an office. So the world's biggest organizations were built out of garages and you know, Waffle House restaurants. You, know, you don't need to have an office. No. I love that point. It, and there, there are like there are brick and mortar like just like reach out to some partners within the state a lot of them open up to all exp agents even if you're not on their team to rent a desk or come in if that's like a must-have for you but yeah. we're, we live in a virtual world how cool is that to work from home or honestly wherever the hell you want and so that's just one I'm of much those sit on a patio than sit in an office right or just, on a boat sit down the local brewery you know or go to a rooftop and hang out there and meet clients there and have conversations or you'll know, put my headset on and knock out stuff i need to work versus sitting in a little cubicle inside of an office with you know a whole bunch of other people that are do, going to do nothing but distract me from reaching my goal right absolutely jim so well said um that was my last question for you so if you guys want to come over to exp have questions about it reach out to jim griffin i'm sure he'll be happy to field any questions comments or concerns that you have jim anything that you want to leave the listeners with as we wrap up today pretty much just do it live a life without regrets protect your time appreciate Let's you so much for having me it's been a blessing do what you love, uh, come over to EXP, sell houses, get that passive income rolling. And Jim, it has been a pleasure. Are you going to be at EXP con? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll see you there. Vegas and EXP con. I mean, that's, that's a, yeah, that's a win-win for sure. A big old family reunion in Sin City. Count me in. <laughs> Jim, thank you so much. I'll see you in Vegas. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Spear Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Spear Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.